Hey there, missionaries. This is Len. Benson and I are so excited about our new podcast documentary series, The Class of 1989, that we're giving you a special sneak peek at the show. So enjoy episode zero of The Class of 1989. And if you want to follow it, and you know you do, search for it wherever you get podcasts. So wherever you found the Michelle Mission, you will find the class of 1989. Check it out. Oh, hello. Please make yourself comfortable. My name is Len Webb. And I'm Vincent Williams. We're the hosts of the Michelle Mission. Two men, one podcast. A show where we dissect every black film ever made. We'd like to welcome you to our documentary podcast, The Michelle Mission presents The Class of 1989. Over the course of six episodes, Vincent and I will examine the importance of six black films that came out in 89 and how they shaped and influenced popular culture, filmmaking, and society in general. We aim to achieve this goal by utilizing a selection of film clips and journalism, as well as conversing with an amazing group of filmmakers, critics, and creatives. I'm not the Spike Lee fan. I want to give Eddie Murphy the credit. Nobody was talking about the Black Renaissance. It's not a movie I pull for my Black History Moment update, that's for sure. Uh, there's two things you'll always recognize, his dignity and his humanity. I think Glory did a better job of that. I believe it's the first time a Black woman is nominated for an Oscar as director, so that's a big deal. But before we start, in this Zero episode, we just wanted to talk briefly about those six films. The creators, the actors, their plots, their schemes, their ups, their downs. Think of it as a primer if you've never seen some of these movies, and a refresher if you have. Let's start out with something like and the only comedy in our project, Harlem Nights. In 1938, the Nights belonged to Harlem. The place to be was Club Sugar Ray's. The man to know was Quick. Now when you see Quick, I suggest you guys make plans to go elsewhere. Written, directed, and starring Eddie Murphy, Harlem Nights tells the story of a group of lovable black gangsters running a nightclub in 1930s New York. What could be more charming? What could be more charming? <laughs> Co-starring legendary comedians Richard Pryor and Red Fox with Danny Aiello and Della Reese serving in supporting roles, Harlem Nights is Murphy's love letter to the generations of black comedians that came before him as well as evidence of his power and influence in Hollywood at the time. Lean on me. Next up is Lean On Me. Lean on me. Lean On Me is yet another movie that Hollywood loves about the power of a teacher changing the lives of his wayward students. Such as To Sir With Love. Such as the Michelle Pfeiffer one that I just forgot its name. Such as Stand and Deliver. Mm. 
It's a well that they keep going back to over and over again. Morgan Freeman portrays real-life educator Joe, Crazy Joe, Batman, Clark, na -na 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 -na, and his challenge of raising the test scores in the troubled East Side High. Directed by John Avidson, with the script written by Michael Schiffer, Lean On Me also features performances from Robert Guglione, Beverly Todd, Michael Beach, and Lynn Thickpen. I believe that's Robert Guillaume. Robert Guillaume, I added a guinea. I felt like he needed more syllables in his name. Robert Guillaume. Our third film is one that originally we didn't include, but because of the guidance and advice of several of our interviewees, we saw its importance to this conversation. We told him how his son died, and when the time is right, we will tell him where he's buried. But what are you waiting for? To you, this is just another story. One more murder isn't news. But let me tell you something. It's news to me. Based on the novel of the same name, A Dry White Season stars Donald Sutherland, Susan Sarandon, and Marlon Brando, and is the story of a murder in 1970s apartheid-era South Africa. More importantly, though, it is a Usain Palsy film and the first major Hollywood project directed by a black female director. While the plot and film mostly revolves around whiteness, Palsy's involvement warranted its inclusion in this documentary. Fourth on the docket is Glory. Directed by Edward Zwick, with a screenplay by Kevin Jar, and based on the journals of Captain Robert Gould Shaw, Glory is the fictionalized account of the 54th Massachusetts Infantry Regiment, one of the first all-black regiments in the Union Army during the Civil War. The film stars Matthew Broderick in the role of Shaw, and also boasts performances from Morgan Freeman, Andre Brower, and of course, Denzel Washington, who went on to win the Best Supporting Actor Oscar for his role as Private Trip, a man who shows no emotion except for one lonely tear. The power of one tear. And then we come to Driving Miss Daisy. Morgan Freeman stars as Hulk Coburn, the chauffeur to Daisy Wortham, played by Jessica Tandy. Hulk? Yes. You're my best friend. No, I'm gone now, Miss no, Daisy. You, you just really? Can't. You are. Yes. Directed by Bruce Beresford and based on the play of the same name by Alfred Urey, Driving Miss Daisy begins in 1948 and details the decades-long relationship of Hulk and Daisy and how their friendship comes to transcend segregation, racism, and the chasm of difference between the two. 
The film went on to famously or infamously, depending on your point of view, win the Academy Award for Best Picture of the Year, and again, based on your perspective, is either a heartwarming, life-affirming testament to the power of humanity or whitewashed, ahistorical drivel that America ate up because of the racial turbulence of the moment. You decide. And finally, we have Do the Right Thing. Universal Pictures presents a new film from Spike Lee. Good morning, Miss Mother's sister. Now, Mookie, don't work too hard today. The man says it's going to be hot as the devil. I've been here 25 years. LaSalle's famous pizzeria is here to stay. Trust me. Mookie, the last time I trusted you, we ended up with the sun. I know you can't stand it. You can't stand it. Hey, hey, Sal, I'm going to burn for the wall here. Generally acknowledged as director, writer, producer Spike Lee's magnum opus, Do the Right Thing outlines a tense and angry Saturday on the hottest day of the year in the Bedford-Stuyvesant section of Brooklyn and the volatile relationships that make up one neighborhood. Starring a murderer's row of actors, including Ozzie Davis, Ruby Dee, Danny Aiello, John Turturro, Giancarlo Esposito, Samuel L. Jackson, Roger Gouverneur Smith, Bill Nunn, and featuring arguably Lee's best performance as an actor, Do the Right Thing is an incendiary, bombastic tour de force that, while controversy swirled around it when it premiered, ironically, has aged the most gracefully in terms of criticism and goodwill more so than any of the other films that we'll be discussing. Indeed. And those, ladies and gentlemen, are the films that serve as the subject matter of our documentary, The Class of 1989. And new episodes will begin running weekly on March 6th. We've also reviewed more than 300 other Black films, so check out the archives for your favorite one. Oh, that's nice. That had real LeVar Burton reading rainbow energy to it. If you'd like to learn more, please go to your local library. I can do anything. Take a look. It's in a book. The reading rainbow. Thanks for listening. And we look forward to you joining us for the Michelle Mission Presents The Class of 1989.